From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook here in downtown Las Vegas. In for Tim Murray, I'm Scott Seidenberg alongside Sean King. This is the Nightcap here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. And with the NBA draft ongoing, joining us in studio, Colin Sherwin has made his way finally inside. So I'm standing outside at the window and I'm like, huh, nobody's here. That's kind of weird. And then I go tap on the glass in the back and they're like, oh, go in, go in. And I thought the door was locked. So I'm standing outside. And they're like, no, it's just very heavy. It's not, it's not. It's unlike, unlike Nazim Kadri, he was not early. I was on the not ice. early, but I was late like Nathan McKinnon getting off. So. Yes. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Someone's bitter. We got a, a Tampa. Bitter. Slightly. We got two Tampa people right here. Colin, of course, uh, just college sports editor for DK Nation. The NBA draft currently uh, in the midst of the first round. Little, uh, we're, we're more than halfway done, I would say. They're a 20th overall pick right now. The Spurs are on the clock. And the roller coaster that was... The odds to go number one, Colin. I've never seen anything like this in any betting market whatsoever. I was on the air last night, guys, during the frenzy that was this movement. And when I started the show, Jabari Smith was about minus 650. And when I ended the show, 
uh, Paolo Boncaro was minus 350. That's amazing. That's what happened during my three hours last wow. night. And to be here on the air, just staring at my screen, watching the odds change, I felt like um, Jim Cramer like with the, the Mad Money stock show. That's what I felt like. I <laughs> wanted to like, ring a bell and, and do a horn or do something <laughs> and make some noise and pull out the charts and throw things at the camera and say, bye, 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 sell, sell, sell. But can you try and sum this up? What did you experience seeing all this unfold? So I was trying to stay out of the markets. I was much more about trying to figure out, which, by the way, massive opportunity missed by me because I actually said, what I tell you yesterday, yeah, best guy in the draft is Matt Carroll, and he should go number one. And I just didn't think Orlando was going to be the, you know, John Hammond at 67 years old, an NBA lifer. I didn't know that he was going to be able to see the upside there and make that decision, but he did. Um, so congrats to the Magic. Otherwise, I think it kind of went how I thought. I didn't like Ivy at four either. I now I said fade Ivy and Murray. So I was I was a little bit off there, mm. but I said fade fade Ivy at four. Um, I got that one right. I had Baturin at five, but other than that, like pretty much top of the board, I kind of I kind of got it. And I, but again, not from a betting market perspective. The only time I've seen betting markets move like that was on election night. So it's interesting because I'm I'm extremely yeah. extremely inexperienced when it comes to the NBA draft betting market. Yeah. So I kind of was in the shallow end. I had my feet in the water, kind of gaining information. And I made a lot of calls to people that are in the know in the NBA. And everybody said the same thing. They're taking Jabari Smith, but I think Paulo's the best player. And what I gained, what I learned, and I'll be interested to what you guys learned from this last couple days, is the week before the NBA draft, just pick the guy that you think is the best player and if he has good odds. Like, because at the point that it really became, like, a, a priority to really find out what was going on, Paulo was already down to plus 375, plus yeah, 400. So, but so, last yeah. week, Scott, mm -hmm. if I would have looked and saw 20 to 1, it was mm -hmm. worth taking a flyer yeah. even if you were wrong. On Saturday, up on the DraftKings Sportsbook, Paulo Boncaro was 20 to 1. Right. On Sunday, Boncaro went down to 12 to 1. On Monday... Boncaro was four to one. And then as the day progressed uh, on Tuesday, still four to one. Wednesday started going down. It got to plus 150, then even money, then minus 150, then minus 200, then minus 300. I, it, honestly, I was just looking at the market. I'm texting people. I'm firing off bets. I'm putting in. Paolo number one, Jabari number three. Right. I got Paolo number one at plus 350. I got Paolo number one at plus 300. I got Jabari number three at plus 550. I got Jabari number three at plus 500. I just kept firing and firing and texting everybody I know to fire, fire, and then telling all my audience on the show, fire, fire. I wake up this morning, and Adrian Wojnarowski tweets out, <laughs> the top three picks are set, guys. It's Jabari Smith one, Chet Holmgren two, and, and Paolo Boncaro three. And I'm out. I'm thinking I'm out all the money. I'm thinking all my friends are out all the money. And my entire audience right. is right. now out all the money. The tweets are coming in, oh Sean. I did not want to deal with it. I, I muted the mentions. I don't want to hear anything. It goes to show you, one, Maybe Woe should not be tweeting about this stuff anymore. And two, uh, don't believe anything. And it's, the it's, market will tell you. Yeah, what to and, and the thing with the market was 
I mean, unless it's a Hollywood party and you just, you know, had the lead role in a blockbuster movie, getting to the party is generally late is generally not a good thing. And I felt like I was late. Yeah. Like I'm a diehard Duke fan, so I would have bet Paulo just on mm-hmm. the strength. But I, you got to get into this, I think, a little earlier and take some flyers and then adjust as the market adjusts, maybe the hedge. But I still think the story of this draft, Three years from now, it's going to be that the Oklahoma City Thunder, Thunder took Chet Holmgren over Jabari Smith. I think if you just honestly and objectively look at those two players, Chet Holmgren has a much higher chance of being average to below average in the NBA than Jabari Smith. Higher I ceiling. thought that was fascinating. Higher ceiling, lower floor. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Higher ceiling, lower floor. See, I think Jabari Smith's best game was Miami. When he couldn't make a jump shot. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you ever want to find out who he really is as a player, he impacted that game in every other way, even though a shot wasn't falling. And to me, that speaks volumes, especially in today's NBA, where you get so many guys that are emotionally hijacked during the course of a game, don't play with high energy, high effort. I don't think Jabari Smith can fail. And I think he ended up in a better spot. Like, I think the Rockets are closer to being a good basketball team than the Thunder are. Like, well, let's see. I mean, Sam Presti's loaded up on the picks. He and has. does have, uh, you know, some opportunities to make this team better. And they did acquire, you know, they get the trade. So they get, um, uh, they wind up with, J- uh, I guess that they wind up with Usman Diang. Like, I don't even know what's going on with this entire trade. So, yeah, I guess they get Usman Diang uh, along with Chet Holmgren. And this was the whole, you know, Knicks pick. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the trades. Trade and so the Knicks yeah. traded both of the, pick, the, the their picks. In the first round, is that, did I? Did, no, no, did, the Knicks, Knicks had only one pick. Knicks had the 11th pick. Did they trade that? I thought yeah. Aaron yes. sent us a, Okay. That is to OKC, and that is Usman Diang, the kid from uh, New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so he is gone now. Uh, it looks okay. like as of right now, first of all. Uh, was Ding not available at 11? Was who? Was Ding? He went to. He went Oswald? to the Knicks at 11. Yeah. But then it was traded. It was actually a, a trade, uh, trade. to it was because then the Pistons got involved, and then you know Kemba Walker yeah. was sent to the Pistons along with the the pick that the Knicks got back from Oklahoma City, and it, I'm just so confused by all of this. All I know is that the Knicks are going to sign Jalen Brunson. So do you get? <laughs> so let me ask a question because this is one of the things that fascinates me about the NBA draft, and I think it's why they've never been able to turn it into a true spectacle like the NFL does. If you had Jabari Smith going number one, mm-hmm. and Orlando took Paolo, but then traded him. Doesn't matter. He didn't go number one. Okay. Number yeah. one. It's so it's many things, but you have to really read the fine print Correct. where you actually made well, the wager. So I lost the bet. I, I had everyone that I talked to in New York, and, and listen, everyone knows, well, some of the listeners know, I used to do radio in New York. I have a lot of connections. I used to work for the Knicks radio network. and So it was A.J. Griffin. Okay, That was the Knicks pick. And, well, obviously, it was Jaden Ivey. Right. Jaden Ivey first. The Knicks were going to try and move up to take right. Jaden Ivey. A.J. Griffin was the guy, though. Uh, Tom Thibodeau coached with his dad mm-hmm. in Chicago. He's a CAA guy who runs the Knicks. CAA. Yeah. Right. Uh, A.J. Griffin was the pick. I bet Griffin to be the first pick by the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I also bet Griffin under 11 and a half because the Knicks had the 11th overall pick. When the Knicks make the selection, even if they traded and wound up getting A.J. Griffin – the bet would have lost wow. because he wasn't the Knicks pick. Wow. Usman Diang was the Knicks pick. That's how this market works. It doesn't matter who you end up with via trade. It matters who you selected. Gotcha. So, <clears throat> interesting. Um, Jaden Avery, by the way, CAA guy. Yeah. So, no wonder they're trying to make yeah. Leon Rose is trying and to he make He ended up in Detroit via the draft, yes. what we know so far. 
Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's the he's number five uh, to um, which means Vivek Ranadive probably jumped in in some way and and went decided on Keegan Murray because that seems to be how the Kings front office. So I expect now I was I was a little shaky on Jaden Ivey, but now that the Kings have passed on him, I think Jaden Jaden Ivey is probably going to be a ten time All Star. Um, no chance. That's just sort of how these things work. In no the chance. No chance. Um, Show me the six four player in the NBA that yeah, doesn't I, have a great handle and nor a great jump shot. I, I Dwayne Wade, he, and that's the only comp, and that's of the rarest of rare. Wade six six. Yeah, eh, in in errors, you know. I mean, <laughs> so I look. I and honestly, it's the same type of thing. I mean, I saw I saw uh, Dwayne Wade's last college game, and I was like, this is what this guy's all hyped about at Marquette. I I just didn't see it, and I was I was dead wrong there too. So um, I think. Look, I said over two and a half trades in the first round. Looks like we're already there. Um, looks like we might not have even gotten out of the lottery before we saw three deals. Wow. Uh, it appears San Antonio is on the clock right now. I don't see. They anything. took Malachi Brenham. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay, you're you're a step ahead of me. Um, a jobby to the Cavs, I think, is a really good fit. You I didn't like know he was going to be there at 14. I I think he's a good fit for what they do. I'm not a huge fan of him as a player, but I think he can find a role on that very young team that I think has a ton of upside and ceiling. But J- and and Jalen Durden, I think, is the hidden guy in the draft because I think he was just. So poorly coached. I watched a lot of Memphis basketball this year. Um, that team was so poorly coached and in such constant chaos, and they were not developing. This kid, 6'11", can jump out of the gym and protect the rim at the highest level. Elite athlete. He's right. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't need him to be a stretch five. I just need him to be able to protect the rim. I know that's a position that's sort of going away now, that Rudy Gobert, you know, they get played off of the floor in the playoffs. But I think Duran can – can do enough with his game. And he's in Detroit now. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, he's in, yes, yeah. reportedly, I don't think that's gone through yet. But yeah, This whole thing is bizarre. The first round <laughs> of the NBA draft is still ongoing. Alongside Sean King, I'm Scott Sadenberg. He's Colin Sherwin from DK Nation. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths, 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zin anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zin. Visit Zin.com, that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zin nicotine pouches near you. Zin nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It's the nightcap here on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm Scott Seidenberg alongside Sean King and Colin Sherwin joins us in studio, college sports editor for DK Nation. Quick update on Major League Baseball. The New York Yankees down three runs in the bottom of the ninth have tied the game with the Astros. A three-run bomb by Aaron Hicks uh, has given the Yankees uh, a tie score now. They do have a runner on first with nobody out in the bottom of the ninth inning. What a collapse this would be for the Houston Astros, who took a 6-3 lead in the top of the third inning. And no more runs were scored for the rest of this game. But it's all about the NBA draft right now. And I believe we have the 76ers on the clock with the 23rd overall selection. Guys, trying to clean up that whole Knicks madness. Um, it, apparently, it was the there was there's futures picks involved. The Knicks sending... Uh, Usman Diang, the 11th pick to the Thunder for some multiple draft picks. The Knicks getting um, Jalen Duran from the Hornets. And then they packaged 
Duran and Kemba Walker. <laughs> to, I, I, I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Only the, the way, Knicks. Philly on the clock is trading the number 23 pick to Memphis for DeAnthony Mountain. So that is being done right now. Ooh. According to Woj. Although Woj, not exactly batting a thousand yeah. out there this week. So why <laughs> MMV on that one? Um, wow. Yeah, yeah this so, is wild. So Kemba goes to Detroit with Jalen Duran. And the Knicks shed Kemba's salary, get some future picks. Knicks are obviously going to be active in free agency. So the Pistons picked up Jalen Duran and Jaden Ivey? Yes. That's a really good team. Hmm. You see, I thought when I like this it. pick was when this trade was going down that the Knicks were going to get Jaden Ivey. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. Sure. That they traded Duran and Kemba Walker in exchange for Jaden Ivey. Right. No, that makes sense. And and he would have been a really I mean, Jaden Ivey's a New York kind of player. Yes. You know what I mean? That he would definitely Garden would have loved him. Um I like that. I like what Detroit's doing. Get young, go early, go high, go high ceiling. You get a nice, consistent kid that everybody likes, high character kid in Ivy. And then Duran, like, look, just play. Let's see if you got this. Let's see if you are what we think you can be in the NBA. 6'11, 250, jump out of the gym. Um, and by the way, I, I just, I, again, I can say this. I don't know if any program in America developed, and I love Penny Hardaway. I grew up in Orlando, okay? I went to high school in Orlando. I, I was in the gym the night Penny Hardaway got drafted at that draft party in, in, in Orlando where everybody booed because they wanted Chris Webber. I was there. Um, I, I have nothing. Uh, I got to come to Penny's right. defense slightly. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, when you look at college right now, give me a program who deals with one and dones where guys get developed. No, that's fair. But, I, I mean, you, it's hard to develop a kid that is only going to be there for six months. Alabama Ben Carroll didn't well, Coach K Excellent. did it. Coach K's done eh, it the past well, couple of years. And, and actually, honestly, well, I think Ben Carroll got worse. I'll time. say this. If if Duke really was, and I'm a diehard Duke fan, if we really were developing players, we'd win championships. Like, we get by on talent. But you can't do, like, I was a college coach. You can't develop a high school kid in six months. Because the first thing you got to do is give them enough visual evidence and reinforcement that whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. there are imperfections and deficiencies to it. Because their initial thing is, well, Coach, this is how I got here. You go back and watch Duke. Did you go to that game that Duke uh... – I went to Duke FSU, second to last game in Cameron Indoor. Did you go to Duke Gonzaga out here in the – I Olympic did. Desert? I went to Duke Gonzaga. Paolo Vancaro was so clearly the best player on the floor. Right? He oh, was, yeah. outside like, of the IVs was... that he had to take, and he missed three uh, quarter of the game. He but was, he was dominant. He was unbelievable. And it felt like to me as the season went on, you've watched Duke basketball your entire life. Three out, two in, motion offense, cross screens, all that kind of stuff. Trying to put Bancaro in that system. As the season went on, I think he just wasn't a fit for what Duke does. Duke's not going to change what Duke does for one player. And I think he actually, in a way, like especially in conference play, he started to fade off. But my thing with him was watch that tape against Gonzaga. He owned that floor, national TV audience, best player on the court, shot the three, dunked on people's heads, played defense. And something came out of him during the year. I want to see him at the NBA level where they're building I think a Ben Carroll's going to be a star. He's I, be that particular game, and listen, I don't, I would never do a, a complete evaluation on a kid based on one bad game. But Chet Holmgren really struggled with Mark Williams' athleticism and length. Yeah. And that's what made me worry about Chet, Chet as he makes this transition to this next level. Now, he has two things that are never going anywhere he's tall and he can shoot. So he's always going to be able to do that. But I wonder against athletic length. You know, how productive he can be. He's not really an explosive athlete. No, and it's not just the athletic length. It's the athletic size. Right. And I get it. When you draft a Chet Holmgren, you are drafting on potential. You are drafting that we're going to get this guy into 
uh, a nutrition program. Mm -hmm. Put with, weight on him. With professionals. A la Giannis. At the NBA level. We're going to get him into the weight room, and we're gonna he's going to gain 30 pounds before, this, off, before mm. this season starts in the fall. Right. Like, that's the hope. Because he's 185 pounds soaking wet. And the body comp, I guess you could say, was Kevin Durant. Sean Bradley. Well, no, Sean Bradley's bigger. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, yeah. but it was Durant because Durant was super skinny. But, but it, the body comp is Durant, right? Because right? Durant is also, don't believe the hype, Durant's seven foot, right? And so Durant was very puny. And because uh, even Giannis had wider shoulders, he was broader than, than, Chet, than Chet is. So I think Durant's the body comp, but Durant was an elite level guard at his size. Right. That's not what Chet Holmgren is. And so, like, I can't, you tell me right now, Chet Holmgren's going to body up. Uh, I mean, no. name the center, right? It's, no. it's not happening. He's, Nikola Jokic is going to knock him on the ground, with, you know, with one finger. He's a stretch like, four. Know, He's like, a stretch four. Yeah. So, yeah. he, I'm, I would not have drafted him in the top three. Uh, mm. I, I just, I, I think that he has, I don't want to call it bust potential, but it's going to take longer for him to be the type of NBA player that you need to get out of a top three pick. I agree with that because I don't think he's going to – I, 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 unlike other people, don't think he's going to ever be a bust because I say he's tall and he can shoot. But I just don't know if he ever develops into someone that's even on the peripherals of the conversation as top 20 player in the NBA. I'm going to give you the best comp scenario. And you tell me if you agree or disagree. Chris stops Porzingis. No, because he's not. He won't be as physical a player. He won't screen as well. Um, but I think he'll shoot a lot better. And see, like, I think I can pop. I think, I think Chet will be better than Porzingis mm -hmm. because Porzingis' issue, yeah. based on what you hear from from people in the know, is not lack of talent. It's lack of it's lack of commitment to getting better. Like Porzingis is a partier. They say Porzingis mm -hmm. likes to hang out. So he does a shoot around a lot of times smelling like Casamigos Reposado. <laughs> Sean, Sean and I are friends with a former agent of Mr. Porzingis. I mean, Porzingis, I mean think, confirm think, think, about, think about this, guys. The Knicks are starving for a star. And think about Porzingis' first year in New York. And then they traded him. Mm -hmm. Then he goes to Dallas, and Luca's like, nah, this ain't going to work. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna get better. <laughs> right. We're gonna get yeah. better without. So it. I, I just, I don't. I but think I mean, Chet I loves thinking, the game a little more. I'm thinking from a size and skill set. Yeah, that's true. Position, that's know? true. So then, if you don't want, if you don't put Chet in your top three, mm -hmm. who are you taking over him? Jaden Ivey. Wow. I really? think. I think right now you're asking me rookie of the year next year. Mm -hmm. Paolo Boncaro one, Jaden Ivey two. Wow. Those are the two players that I looked at and said they are the most NBA ready to make an impact right now. If you put them on yeah. an NBA team right now, yeah, you're right. They are making an impact in a game. Yes. Whereas Jabari might be, he could be the best one out of all of them. Right. But I think it's going to take maybe half a season, a full season, whatever, until he gets into it. Sure. I think you put Paolo Boncaro in an NBA rotation right now. You put Jaden Ivey in an NBA rotation right now. They are giving you 14 to 21 impactful minutes in a game. Yeah. This is the Michael Carter Williams Rookie of the Year award. He wins that mm -hmm. because, you know, everybody else in that draft got good, but they were just so young and needed time to develop. And then Michael Carter-Williams wins the award, and I don't even think he got a big second contract. Jaden so. Ivey, for me, because I love the story. You know, yeah. I, I love the fact the mom's the head coach at Notre Dame. Like, that's just mm -hmm. a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? A smart basketball Yeah, player. she was an assistant coach with the Grizzlies, you know, so he got to grow up around it. When I watched Purdue play, I saw a super 
athletically talented player that was very raw and unrefined in a lot of the skills it takes to be an elite NBA player. Now, was that the fact that college can play zone, it's a lot of traffic in the lane, and he'll be much better in a wide-open NBA game? We'll see. But I have reservations about his jumper and his handle. So I, I, I'm being interested. Now, who does he guard on the other end? I, I but obviously, Detroit knows what they're doing. I had a lot of reservations about his coach, Matt Painter. <laughs> you don't like any basketball coaches well, I, I see. I'm t- look, I watched that guy throw the ball in against St. Peter's to Zach we'll, we'll over get, and over and we'll over. We'll get more of that coming up. Uh, the Bucks have just selected. There are five picks left in the first round. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Draft like no other, wine like no other. Play free during the PGA Tour with the Mayomi Dare to Play Unrivaled Golf Series. Enter five free contests to take your shot at a share of $25,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash now to join the action. Mayomi, play for forward. 21 and over only, terms and conditions, and other eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Scott Sadenberg, Sean King, Colin Sherwin from DK Nation here on the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There are six picks left in the first round. I have one bet left, and it is Andrew Nemhard to be taken in the first round. Colin, what are my chances? Oh, that's a good one. I did not get that far down the board. I, I did a couple of mock lottery things and things like that. I didn't get that. I like Nemhard as a player, though. So I followed him at Florida. Uh, he got out of Mike White, which was probably a good decision. Got to maybe the best program in the country to develop yourself uh, at Gonzaga. Uh, it looks like your San Antonio Spurs are on the clock right now, though. And uh, let's see if they take Andrew Nembhard. Oh, please. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, that is Blake Wesley from Notre Dame. So we'll be moving along here. But no, I like Nembhard. He's, look, combo guard. Um, I, I think at the NBA level, a little small. You know, doesn't shoot it fantastically well, but definitely like kind of like a Jameer Nelson type maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Could definitely fill a role in the NBA. I don't know if he's going to be a first-round pick. I hope for your sake that he is. Um, but he is the kind of pick that, like, Oklahoma City would take at 30. Let's go, Nimhart. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, let's get him I would drafted. like to see that. All right, so I got the update from Shams as to <laughs> what the uh, Knicks trade was. We'll try to make sense of this. All right, the draft picks that the Knicks got from OKC in the uh, Usman Dieng trade, a 2023 protected first-rounder from Detroit, a 2023 protected first-rounder from Washington, and a 2023 protected first-rounder from Denver. Bottom line is the Knicks won't make any of those selections next year. Those will probably be packaged off in a trade for somebody else yeah. because by protected, they're not going to be in the top 10. These are going to be, uh, and, and you know, if uh, those teams wind up with, um, you know, early picks, they won't get traded to the Knicks. They're going to have to work out some other compensation. So the protected part makes it all kind of uh, confusing. But... Knicks look like they got a haul for the future or maybe just some more assets. They got to be going after a Bradley Beal type. Like Jalen Brunson just doesn't move the needle. It's got to be Bradley Beal, right? That's the only thing that would pacify this fan base. How about a Kyrie Irving type? Yeah, that works. Again, 
This Kyrie, the I mean, Kyrie stuff got really, really and, interesting and today. By the way, not to just change subjects completely, uh, to give an update in baseball, the Yankees just walked off. Of course they did. Came back from a 6-3 deficit in the bottom of the ninth for the three-run homer to tie it and then just got a walk-off single. From Aaron Judge. Come back to beat the Astros 7-6. to six. That is their ninth walk-off win in 70 games, the most by a Yankees team since 1943. They're good. <laughs> they're, Very good at baseball. I mean, they're the best team in baseball. They're really good. And and look, my uh, every, you know listeners know you follow me on Twitter at Scotts on Air. I do give out uh, my best baseball play of the day every single day. Uh, and I love the Astros today. I, I, and I talked about it last night. And rather than take the Astros, uh, which I did play small on the plus money, but my top play of the day was the Astros team total mm-hmm. over three and a half runs. They mash righties, you know, that ballpark and the way that they've been playing lately. And it hit. They scored six runs, two three-run home runs, one in the first inning, one in the third inning. And a lot of people asked, uh, at least I got some tweets, um, why not play the Astros for larger? Why only just a, you know, a sprinkle on the Astros' money line? Why was the, the team total the top play? It's so hard betting against the Yankees. It is. You, you just <laughs> six-three in the bottom of the ninth? How do you, you lose this game? Hey. Six three bottom of the ninth, you lose. Can we get the AL pennant odds up just for a second? Because I almost feel like this is as good as it's gonna get for the Yankees. I mean, barring some kind of catastrophic injury, I mean they're plus two hundred right now. I mean, does it get any lower? I mean, they're rolling yes. like in every asset and facet of a baseball team. Like they're excelling. Yes, you're never gonna get the Yankees. You're not going to get north of plus 200. Yeah, it's anything, almost like you got to play go them now. Wow. Yes. And Judge at minus 110 to be the MVP, and we're not even at the All-Star break. That's crazy. Yeah. and Well, Aaron Judge, you're, you're, you're betting against an injury. That's it. You're betting <laughs> on Aaron Judge staying healthy or not at minus 110. Because if he stays healthy, he's going to be the MVP. And Stanton's out right now, right? No, Stanton's, Stanton's playing. Today. Who do they have that's injured? They have. I know Chapman's injured. Um that's probably their biggest question mark is when Chapman comes back, what do they do with him? Because uh, what's the name? Wells? Him. Wells is the guy that got closing? Oh, when Chapman? No, uh, uh, Clay Holmes. Clay Holmes. Yeah. I mean, he's been unbelievable. Well, Chapman has already acknowledged that Clay Holmes should remain the closer. When oh, he, he don't back. want that smoke. Have you seen when Chapman comes out the bullpen? It's like he's been in the sauna. Like he's soaking wet. Clay Holmes. He's sweating. <laughs> I'm like, he can't obviously grip the ball. Yeah, Clay Holmes gave up a run uh, this past week, and that broke a streak of 32 consecutive scoreless. Yeah, games. him and Hayter from the Brewers are the two best closers. Yeah, well, Hayter right has only allowed one run yeah. in, you know, every, he in one inning that he has pitched the entire yeah, season. He, they're, they're, both yeah. of those guys are pretty yeah. good. But Clay Holmes has been a revelation, and, and, and frankly – with the exception of today, so is Jamison Tyone. Bottom line is, if you're good on the Pittsburgh Pirates, you're going to be great on the New York Yankees. Yeah, I thought the Reds had a chance. <laughs> so, O'Neill Cruz, in a couple of years, we'll see you in pinstripes, buddy. I thought the Reds had a chance today, but it didn't quite work out. <laughs> the Reds? Yeah. Yeah, so did I. I actually liked the under in that game because I thought Hunter Green would pitch well, but he just uh, pitched batting practice. Yeah, they were. that was BP. Wendell Moore Jr., your boy, Sean, from Duke, goes to 26th to the Dallas Mavericks. Very good pickup. He so, has an NBA game. I like Wendell Moore. Yes, he, he can defend multiple positions. He's good in the open court. He can knock down the open three. He's, he's, he, get, he gets knocked because he's been at Duke for three years, so he's older. But he's only like 21. So. See how long it took him to shoot that basketball? That release, <laughs> that release you time with a sundial. 
There is that. No, this kid. But again, on that team, I mean, you get time to shoot the three. You just got to make it. Yeah, that's true. He's going to be able to stand on the corner. That's for sure. And I think the big thing is he can defend multiple positions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a smart player. Look, I'm I'm really glad Mark Williams ended up as, I in the top. Mark Williams. I loved watching him play. I didn't know if the NBA would project him as well as I did because I thought he'd be a really good player and a good pickup. Um, you know, but I'm I'm glad to see that. He you know what? I really was hoping, and I brought this up to uh, an NBA guy we had on yesterday, Nate. Um, I was hoping that Golden State would try and move Wiseman for a pick between like nine and twelve, and then draft Mark Williams. Because I think Ooh. Mark Williams would be phenomenal on a team like Golden State. Big, athletic guy. He's a better version of Looney. I mean, he can finish at the rim, block shots. Oh, I thought it was a perfect match. Four Duke players have gone in the first round already. Maybe five. We got kills left. <laughs> Four Duke <laughs> players. Paolo Boncaro obviously goes number one. Then you had back-to-back Mark Williams and A.J. Griffin at 15 and 16. And now Wendell Moore Jr. at 26. So we have 27, 28, 29, 30. And one of those better be Andrew Nemhart. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Come on, Nemhart. <laughs> right Oklahoma now. City's sitting there. Sitting there. They, like, they like Gonzaga guys. Why not pair up Chet with his teammate? Uh, this has been a, a, a wild NBA draft. Um, it, when I was thinking about the movement at the top of the draft, it, it kind of reminded me about Trayvon Walker, the NFL draft, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because he really wasn't the top pick until a couple of days before the draft. And then it was like, all right, we got to follow this steam move. It's going to be Trayvon Walker's going to be the number one overall pick. And that kind of felt that way this weekend with Paolo Boncaro when you saw his odds completely you know, fly. The one thing that really threw a wrench in all of this was the Woj tweet that came out today. Right. And honestly, I don't know what to think about this because part of me feels like there's got to be some repercussions. There's so much money exchanging hands here and the market manipulation, the book liability, it's just, it's almost unethical for oh, a guy to tweet this stuff out. Almost? No. You have crossed the line. Look, Adrian Wojnarowski, St. Bonaventure journalism graduate, mm-hmm. okay? If I think if he saw when he graduated from that school what he would be doing now, however many years later, I, this is just a completely different world. We need some sort of regulation, especially you know certain companies that we <clears throat> that we might be affiliated with. Try to get Adam Schefter to work for them. Try to hire Woj. Well, now if they're, if we're going to have betting, especially in the trade markets and these and all of these things, and these guys have information that's not available to the public. Yeah, they need to either sign something that says, um, I'm not going to profit from this in any way, shape, or form, or else we got to take away credentials. We got to keep guys out of locker rooms. Like, there's just no other way to do this. This is what happened here is not okay. It's a warning, and it's a warning sign that it needs to change. And I'm I'm not accusing Woj of of like making money off of this. I'm just saying for him to tweet out the news that he did today that the first pick, Jabari Smith, was locked and it was in. And it not be that case, and him having to backtrack, albeit 10 hours later, more than that, the market had already flip-flopped and moved. Money had exchanged hands. It, it, this, it couldn't have been a bigger disaster, I think, for the sports So books. we have about 20 seconds before we go to break. On the other side of the break, how much of this was like manipulation from the team side? If this was the NBA, if this was the NFL draft, we'd be saying somebody was trying to put this message out there to facilitate somebody overreacting from a trade standpoint. And why? He's Sean King. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Colin Schoen from DK Nation joining us. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network.
The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, USFL, UFC, NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every additional point spread weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, vcin.com slash summer. Scott Seidenberg, Sean King, Colin Sherwin from DK Nation here. It's the nightcap on vcin. I got some big news for the Miami Heat. They got the Serbian uh, Nikola, you know, the... Djokovic? No, not, not, not oh, Jokic. the Joker no, not, not that guy. They got Nikola Jovic. Is he the bully brother that threatened the... Uh... <laughs> The Morris twins. <laughs> either, one of, either one of those brothers could probably get ten minutes. Nikola Jovic from Mega Mozart, the six uh, ten forward, goes to the Miami Heat with the twenty seventh overall pick. We have three picks left to hit our Nan- Andrew Nemhard back. Somewhere, Adam Samler is like, "That's my guy." Uh, Bo Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, shout out to Hustle. That's a tremendous movie. If you haven't seen it, go check that out. I really did enjoy it. Yeah. I really did enjoy it. Much better than Uncut Gems. I love wow. Uncut Gems. I the love ending in Uncut Gems makes it a classic movie. Looking forward to that sequel, though. Yeah. I don't know how you <laughs> have a sequel. Well, yeah. Well, we never find out what happened with the money either. True. Yeah, it's true. No, and like I, so this is what I should download on the plane because I finished on the plane over here. I finished Ozark, like on the plane. Very Vegas. good. Ozark's very so good. I finished that, so now I should I should do Hustle on the way back. It's that good. This Although is- the last season kind of was. Yeah. They're battling for storylines at that point. Chasing them dollars. Yeah. Congrats, Jason Bateman. You got hope you got paid. Um <laughs> so we you were talking about the market and how everything shook out with Woj tweets, Shams tweets. These guys are basically, you know, I mean, they're like the Fed. You know what I mean? Like the Fed can move markets mm-hmm. just like this. Mm-hmm. You know, we got Janet Yellen instead of Janet Yellen, we got you know, Woj and Shams. Like, so what, what Elon what Musk about? is to crypto, Woj is to NBA draft process. <laughs> let me tell you something. Watch it, watching the odds on the number one overall pick was like watching crypto last <laughs> night. I mean, this thing was God. up and down, up and down. It was wild. Uh, we talked about it before the break. Why would this stuff get out? Who's leaking this information? And the only thing that I could think of is that Orlando uh, fed Woj incorrect information on purpose. Reasoning. The reasoning is that they were hoping Houston would offer them a trade. That makes it sense. happened a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia and Boston swapped one and three. Markel Fultz goes to Philly yeah. with the first overall pick, and uh, Jason Boston Tatum. gets Jason Tatum. I think it worked out for Boston. Um, <laughs> and trust that process. Sure. I think that maybe if Paolo was always going to be the guy, for Orlando, they knew that Jabari was always going to be the guy for Houston, and they floated it out there that Jabari is going to be their pick, hoping that Houston would offer them something. It's a, I mean, it's a smart it's way to go about it. the only thing I could think of, because otherwise, there's no reason to leak any information. Yeah. That, that actually makes sense. So you, set a, you set the hook, and you try and get somebody to come into the water, and, and that would actually make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I guess, but just take the best player. You know, you have the opportunity. Yeah. I, I think, look, I'm high on Ben Caro, so I, I'm probably a little bit biased here. But, like, when you got the number one overall pick, just take the guy and build around it. Who else in Orlando is worth going to see right now? 
You know what I mean? Like, you've got a star. You can sell some tickets around this kid for the next five years. Come on, mm-hmm. France Wagner's a baller. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, there's... there. And Vince... Cole Anthony's coming off of the worst dunk competition performance, like, in history. Uh, uh, in ever. And, you know, and by the way, if you ever try to get to that or, or, arena in Orlando from anywhere, like... It's beautiful live, if you can get there. If you can get there, it's mm-hmm. great. It's just parking and getting around it. And walk, oh, it's I've said this for years. Do they need a new arena? No, no, they just built no. a new one. It's brand built, new. Okay. It's built. It's just really hard to get to. So, I've, like, I've said where, where is it? Um, downtown. Like, yeah, like downtown, like two blocks yeah. off the church, like the church street. But parking there is it just the hmm. problem is, is there only one road to get around Orlando and it's I-4. And if you don't take I-4, you're kind of screwed. The Magic <laughs> have the same problem that the Rays have. Yes. Tampa and Orlando mm-hmm. should get together and make Lakeland. an even swap. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you the Rays you give us the Magic. Because Tampa would support NBA basketball. And I truly believe Orlando would support Major League Baseball. There are going to be two WNBA expansion franchises coming. Uh, we think we know where one of them is going to be, but uh, the other one, I would love to see Tampa get that because I think they could. They've shown with their women's team at, at South Florida, mm-hmm. they support women's basketball. I went to those Raptors games though during COVID in Tampa, and it was wild. They drew. Oh, they I drew. Did. Yeah, yeah. You could hear every word on the court though because there was every. You know, seven out of eight seats were were not allowed to be sold. So there's like 2,000 people in a 20,000-person gym. I heard Kyle Lowry yelling at teammates from like the 10th row. It was crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I would love to see that. But I think, you know, the Magic should just build around Ben Caro, buy the billboards, run the same marketing game plan they did when they got Shaq and Penny, and just, you know, try and sell that gym. Try and build that fan. So we only, got you for, we only got you for five more minutes. Okay. So what are the current – NBA Rookie of the Year odds, and who do we think there's value on based on the information we have? Well, let's see what those numbers are. Okay. So, Paolo's number one. Mm-hmm. Jabari Smith, number two. These are before the draft started, so it doesn't take into consideration uh, the team that they play for. But knowing now where their destinations are. So, you'd think, like, I don't think anything would change in terms of the odds, like, uh, in terms of who would be favored. Maybe the number shifts a little bit. Uh, but this is what we have. Paolo is your favorite. Jabari, your second favorite. Chet, your third favorite. Jaden Ivy, your fourth favorite. I like Ivy. I like I like your reasoning behind Ivy too. Um, I, and I like Van Carroll because I think this could just be a guy who you know, great player on a bad team. Um, the guy fade was Maturin, who I think, or Matherin. It's actually Maturin, I believe, is actually mm. supposed to be how it's pronounced. But uh, Matherin, I I just you know, I'm going. He's going to be huge. He's going to be huge. Anybody that can speak Creole, Spanish. And English and jump like that, I'm going with him. Yeah, and can shoot. By the way, that's, oh, he's the, a that's the part of his game is he can yeah. shoot the ball. Now, I also watched him get back cut a lot. You know what I mean? Defensively, there yeah, are. But the coach in Arizona, lapses. I mean, he stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played the coach in two segments. No, Jay, that that was my biggest problem with Jaden Ivey is that Matt Painter just did not put that team in position to win despite the yeah, talent. That's why I took St. Peter's. You Who, got two seven footers and won't play them at the same time. You were right, I was wrong. <laughs> who in your mind, Colin, looking at the draft so far, who do you think won the first round? Um, I think the Pacers got a steal at six. I think they got a real high upside guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the Rockets hate getting Jabari at three either. I think that kind of worked out for them. But to me, the Hornets, Duran, look, I mean, I would. Duran's in Detroit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Excuse Detroit me. Got he Durin got traded. Ivy. I'm looking like here at the numbers. I'm just but like, like down, think but about Detroit now. Draft. Detroit's got Ivy and Duran, so they replaced Jeremy Grant now, right? Yeah. They've made that trade. Um, you know, this is a team that you've heard they're going to be in the DeAndre Ayton sweep sweepstakes. 
Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's what was one of the reasons they uh, traded uh, Grant to clear cap space to go after DeAndre Ayton. So uh, that's that's a tough fit, though, with Ayton and Duran because they kind of both need the same space on the floor. Well, so yeah. think about this Durin now. Come Kate, off the bench. Kate, Kate yeah. Cunningham, right? right? Kate Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Sadiq Bey, Jalen Duran. Mm-hmm. Marvin Bagley. Who got a lot better once he got out of the uh, graveyard that is Sacramento. Be young, get better. Oh, oh, and Kemba Walker. We're forgetting Kemba. Ooh. I think yeah. the Pistons are a sneaky good team. Yeah, Bill AD, if you're listening, keep a spot for Kemba. I think he'll be on TV pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking down here. Like, the Hornets get Mark Williams. Who I, think I that's, love. Yeah, I think that's a really good pick. And they needed size. That's a role guy, man. Like, he – Put him with those kids that they have there, those, those incredibly talented guards who love to pass the basketball. All right, Memphis pick is in, guys. we got two picks left for me Let's to hit see. this. Come on. Come on. Big money, no way. Meyer. Ty Ty Washington. You want to talk about a sweat? <laughs> I got one pick left. <laughs> it's now or never. <laughs> so, Ty Ty, I think before the, I think the injury might have cost Ty Ty a lot of money. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, that's a shame that he's going this late because I think there wasn't much doubt that well, he was. Were we talking like, about him for the Naismith Award at one point? Yeah, as a lot, he was going to be a lottery guy. And I just, I, you know, I feel bad, but you know what? It's still guaranteed money. He's still getting, you know, plenty of years. I think he could be a very, very good player very quick. Mm-hmm. Extremely quick. Um, and, and reads his teammates really well. That's a point. good team for him, too. Yeah, yeah. No pressure, you know. Yeah, that's go out a good there. team. If he's going to develop into something, that's a good place to do it. Well, the Grizzlies got Walker Kessler and Ty Ty Washington here in the first round to go along with a team that could possibly be the next one to take the big step forward and finally become a contender. They were right there this year. Can they take another leap forward next year is going to be the big question. And maybe Ty Ty Washington's a big part of that here at point guard, a guy who uh, did have extremely high value at one point. Colin, appreciate the time. Thanks so much for talking yeah, man. with Thanks, us. Man. Yeah, thank and do uh, you think the Lightning have a chance to at least stave off elimination? Look, this is the best team in the history of the world. They have been an unbelievable thing for my city. No matter what happens, we cannot be angry. We cannot be bitter. We can't even be mad about six men on the ice. Like, it's been a dream. All right, Colorado they can do in it. five. They can do it. Yes, <laughs> they is, can. I'm not thinking winning seven. Nightcap but here they can do it. <laughs> Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one. Cash and tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order. And they're all made to order. And they're all made to order. And they're all. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. 
Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.